What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the TDM Show. As always, I am your host, Greg, joined by two cool dudes, Matt and Caleb. What's up, gentlemen? What's going on? Hey, how's it going, Greg? So we're going to talk about video games like we always do this time. We're going to talk about the games we played. Um, but I was sitting there driving around doing all my errands today, and I thought, you know what we haven't talked about? I haven't asked either one of you how you guys are doing during this quarantine. So how are you gentlemen doing? Caleb, you want to start? <laughs> I might. I might. I haven't seen Napoleon Dynamite. Apparently, that either makes me like a normal human being or the scum of the earth. So, you know, I have to deal Did with I that conundrum in my life. I feel like we've talked about it and you've like, yo, we're going to watch it. And we've just never watched it. Huh. We'll change that. Yeah. But other than that, you know, I'm good. You know, I cannot maintain my keto diet to save my life. But uh, Oh, no, sir. Yeah. No. Facts. <laughs> so I just keep telling myself I'm carb cycling. I'm not. I'm just eating. <laughs> How about you, Matt? How hey, you been doing? Do what you gotta do. Uh I I'm so glad you asked that, Greg. I'm glad you are now concerned. Now that we're getting to the tail end of this, <laughs> you're asking us how we're doing. Uh but no, I mean I mean, doing as doing as well as most people can. I mean, haven't caught the Rona yet, so that's a plus. Um but uh, just excited to see who's dumb enough to catch it that second wave as soon as everyone steps out the house. And that's really all I'm waiting for. And then Everyone the in Georgia. Game. Everyone in Georgia. Right. Bro, I'm just worried about what's happening here at home base. Like, how many people are going to get it? And then you're just going to be hanging out with people. And it's just like, oh, yeah, I'm coming down with something. And I hung out with you yesterday. Be careful. <laughs> I'm not leaving my house until August. And then you're going to leave for, what, a month and stay back inside because it's going to come back with a vengeance? Yep. And it's going to be cold anyway. And I'm like, ah, yeah. nope, I'm here. Cold in August? Bro, where do you live? September. Pants. Yeah. August is cold <laughs> for me. Anything below 62 degrees is cold for me. I feel like August is consistently like 80 and up. Oh, yeah. Well, what I'm saying is like he'll be good for the month of August and then September mm-hmm. will hit. And that's when we'll get struck again with another case of the Rona. Yeah, yeah, I got you. And, I, and everybody's going to be stuck inside, especially him being cold. Yep. So. But, gentlemen, what have you guys been playing lately? I guess this last week. I finally beat Final Fantasy VII Remake. Look Yay. at this big dog. <laughs> what do you think? Um, the game is a masterpiece. Um, 10 out of 10. Um, do I agree that there's certain things in it that could possibly be improved on? 100%. Um do I like everything in the game mechanic-wise? No. Um, but story-wise, untouchable. Um, I think so, these are somebody else's words, but Square Enix has proven to everyone that they know how to handle a remake with care. Um, and I'm excited to see what comes next. And also, Sephiroth can jump off a bridge. <laughs> so, so in that last fight, um, who were your three fighters you had? Um, Cloud Tifa. Okay, so you had a pretty stout lineup then. Yeah. Tifa came second, Barrett last, or vice versa? Vice versa. So you had the same thing I had in hard mode. Yep. You played oh, against... You got Barrett first? Yeah. Huh. Which honestly saved my behind because Barrett has my barrier skill equipped on him. And so I was literally like, as soon as like he hopped in, I was like, thank the good Lord in heavens, hopped over to Barrett, put the barrier skill on, hopped back over to Cloud, started going ham. Um, and literally 99% of that fight was in Punisher mode, blocking, hoping I didn't die. Oh, yeah. Yeah, when I uh... – well, I'll, I'll talk about mine. What about you, you, Matt? What have you been playing? A uh, whole lot of Animal Crossing. What else is new? And – surprising amount of pokemon sword so again just doing more prep work for when uh this dlc drops in june and that's about it i did stream a bit of final fantasy last week i guess it would have been last weekend i didn't play it all this week but that, that's it did he get you on that that nightly uh streaming session you know eight o'clock yeah, and, and i think about it every time i get to that threshold and every time i think about it oh now would be a good time to do this it's like 10 o'clock and I don't want to lock myself in because I know I'll be there for at least an hour and a half. <laughs> yeah, get the so, nightly uh, night stream with Matt. 
That yeah, that'd be yeah. a, that'd be a late night night show. <laughs> that's that's dangerous. No cameras involved, just Mike. It's always safer that way. Right. So I have been very busy this week. Um, Monday, I platinum my my game. Super proud of myself. Mm-hmm. Sunday Congrats night, you. thank you. Sunday night, we got off the the podcast, and I was like, you know what? Let me let me give this a shot. And as I said last time, last week, like I was having issues. I got in that third phase of the Sephiroth fight, and I was just one man standing. That was it. <laughs> I was like, man, this is not. This is gonna suck. So I decided to try it out some, last Sunday night, um, and I went into it, and I hit third phase. And I had 75% health or more on all three of my characters. And I was just rubbing my hands. Oh, here we yes. go. Here we go. And I had a, a, a limit break ready to go. It was it. Game over. So I was super hyped about that. And then Monday, I went into it. And I uh, I actually found, I did some research on that, the fight for um, Pride and Joy. Leading up to it, when he had to fight Shiva, Fat Chocobo, Leviathan, Bahamut, and then... Uh, pride and joy itself mm. and doing research i found shiva cake ain't nothing to it uh fat chocobo even just as easy if not easier leviathan a little bit of work and oh my lanta bahamut just worked me just like <laughs> it it was horrible um i think it took me three attempts to get bahamut down and then once you get hit pride and joy it's cake it's you're just hitting square button you're wrecking them which I heard was kind of the opposite. A lot of people said once you get past Bahamut, um, you just get to lay down and die to pride and joy. But that was the experience, the opposite experience for you. Oh, there was no lay down and die whatsoever. Like, uh, I don't think I used any magical attacks except for cures against pride and joy. It's literally just hack, you know, slash, 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 change character. Slash 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 change character and you're just working up your ATB gauge, um, the entire fight, in between jumping from character to character, do devastating attacks, get it to its its stagger mode, and then because I had Tifa and Aerith, so I used Aerith's double ATB bar, um, her, God, what was it? Ray of Light, I think it is, to increase the stagger. Use Tifa's true shot uh, attached as well with her triangle upper uh, cuts. To increase stagger and then um i would have clouds infinity blade i think it is or whatever the, the dual infinity edge yeah you. infinity edge i'd start off with him while while building up the stagger with the other two while he was cycling through his thing so that, that way when it hit it hit for devastating mount and it compared to bahamut it was cake absolute cake mm. so bahamut is hands down the hardest boss in the game Gotta look. I'm gonna look forward to playing through that on a hard mode, but it's gonna, it's gotta, it's gotta sit for a while. I have to not think about how bad I got abused by Sephiroth. Um, <laughs> and I'll be both, man. <laughs> and I'll be playing. Um, I'm hopping back into the MMO scene. Elder Scrolls is ramping up quickly for um, Greymore. They dropped the vampirism skill now, so basically, um, we've got two weeks until the game officially launches Greymoor, which is the year-long Skyrim adventure. So they've been doing phases, patches, now Greymoor drops. It's the new zone, it's Skyrim. Vampires are the main villain. I don't want to say any more than that. So those are spoilers. But then it's going to continue for the rest of the year. So I'll be on those no, two I for a while. That, Caleb, because uh, earlier today, uh, through all of, through all of isolation stay at home order i've been trying to focus more on divvying up work-life balance finding times to sit down and do stuff that i enjoy just because i enjoy it and i was thinking about getting back into destiny don't do that i mean it's on my console no i'm not gonna do online i'm not facing anybody i just i just never beat the story wait what (laughs) yes i I literally got i got like two chapters in or whatever you want to call it i got the guy like three missions in and i just just did happen and then i think that's when i really started picking up my switch playing legend of zelda um and then went on a trip pokemon came out did that and it's just been other stuff in games well now's a good time to get through that story that's four and a half years old mm-hmm. yeah so i i but i platinum it and then or final fantasy 7 and then i've also decided this week you know what let me go ahead and do that platinum on final fantasy 15 
so back into that one and then uh between that and other stuff i decided i'll, I'll play trials of man on the switch as well so been busy both I, trials of man i say is, is pr- probably six eight eight hours into it it's really good i've, I've seen, seen a lot of good things about trials of mana um i was considering switch with ps4 on that one but i didn't know um I just like the mobility of it, and it's also I'm kind of in that platinum mode right now. Um, mm. With obviously Final Fantasy seven VII and fifteen now, and I I don't want to have something else that might drive me towards that long, long platinum. Especially in trials, I don't know how long the game is. Gotcha. I don't know what all it would entail. So I, I I just like the the mobility of something like that. It's really good, good looking. Reminds me a lot of like uh, Blue Dragon or uh, Dragon Quest kind of look to it, and it's got the action RPG kind of like Final Fantasy 15 or 7 does, where there's no random battles you enter. You just go in, hack slash, attack the enemy, and keep on carrying on. So, really good. Anything else you guys been playing, doing during the quarantine? Call of Duty, but that's just kind of. Um, kind of on the side. And speaking of Call of Duty, have you guys seen the videos of NBA star? Uh, star is a heavy word. NBA player Josh Hart uh, literally decimating his entire PC setup because he kept losing at Call of Duty. Mm, no, I did not. It's quite hilarious. Wow. He stomped the daylights out of his keyboard. Um, but also, it's kind of like a, it's, it's funny watching it happen in real life because I'm like, bro, you're an NBA player. What are you, what are you doing? But second of all, the, it speaks to how non-content, there's no content out there because IGN was talking about it. ESPN was talking about it. The official NBA page posted about it. Kotaku, Game Rant. I'm like, y'all have nothing else to talk about than one NBA player breaking his controller over at Call of Duty? Like, this, is, this is where we've landed? <laughs> Look, man, I mean, when... Go ahead. I'm just going to say, Dave, think about when ESPN posted about Ash winning the first ever Pokemon League. I mean, that's not really saying a lot, but I, I get it. Sports Center right but now. But that's, that's, that's a monumental, that's a monumental time in history. We've, but Sports been, Center, what some of Sports us, Center have to post about Pokemon? Some of us have been waiting our entire lives for Ash to do anything besides lose in the championship, and he finally accomplished it. I think that's sports worthy. I agree. But I mean, also kind of to go to your point, they got nothing else to talk about. Their top 10 video this last week or week prior was that baby who did the bottle flip challenge. Yeah, did that was that? like that. That's on their top 10. Also, they they tried to organize a game of horse and uh, Chauncey, oh. Cha- Chauncey Billups decided not to play with anybody. <laughs> they got they, they, again. I, I, I'm not trying to be disparaging, but I have no, no clue who she is. She's supposed to be one of the best WNBA stars. Chauncey got up out of here in five rounds. Quick. Quick. <laughs> you wouldn't play with her. Got her out of here. Quick. Maybe she had other things she had to do. No, it was but, with Chauncey. It was Mike Conley. But, yeah, go ahead. Video games this week. Um, we actually got some news. We actually got updates on game releases, Ooh, new games announced. We got stuff to talk about this week, so I'm really excited. Let's, um, let's kick it off with the most boring stuff, though. Matt. Can you tell us what games we could download, but we're not going to download for PlayStation this month? Yeah. What's up, PlayStation faithful? I don't represent PlayStation in any way, but I like saying that because I'm one of you. Uh, uh, the PS Plus game for May uh, are going to be Farming Simulator 19. And if you're wondering if you have to play the first 18 to get this one, you don't. Just watch YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's Cities Skylines. But... Don't let that distract from the fact that you can still, I believe, up until May 15th, either that or it's like May 13th or something like that, you can still get all four Uncharted games, so the Drake Collection, on PlayStation for free for the Stay Home Initiative. So that is the first three Uncharted games. Oh, first three. So then, never mind. Uh, You get the first three. If you didn't download the fourth one last month, you're out of luck. Sorry for you. Yeah, uh, those are some uh, interesting games. Yeah. I it, might... it feels like a 2008 Facebook when they had the farming <laughs> game and they always and people always sent game notifications to each other. Listen, man, Farmville was was top top notch, okay? 
<laughs> gotta gotta do all your farming. I'll never forget playing that constantly. So don't hate on it. Are you gonna play City Skylines? Oh heck no. I'm actually semi tempted by that one, but I'm gonna play on PC. Uh, I might check it out. What about X, K, Xbox? Do you have Xbox games ready? Yeah, in the land of boxes to start with X, um, if things are not much better. This is Caleb reporting live from the games that will be dropping May 2020. Uh, the first one coming to you guys is VR Rally, not VR Rally, V Rally, which it's stationed like V-R, so I thought it was maybe a VR game. It's not. It's just a rally game. Uh, that would be up from May 1st to May 31st, so you can go ahead and get that now and get your pre-NASCAR fix in. Um, and for those of you who are into the cars to go fast in the mud, maybe you can check out Warhammer 40,000 Inquisitor Martyr. That is one heck of a title. I will not be touching that. Uh, it's there from May 16th until June 15th. That's if you're on the Xbox One. Over here on the lost land of Xbox 360, those who still have one, I don't know why you do, uh, you, can go ahead, you can go ahead and get a Sensible World Cup Soccer. Not even, I'm just adding words in here. Sensible World Soccer. From May 1st to May 15th. If you don't know soccer is sensible and belongs to the world, I don't know how to help you. And then Honestly, after that, I was more intrigued when you said Sensible World Cup. I would have been more intrigued to get that game. But since Cup is not in there, I'm not doing that game. It's I want to play Unsensible World Soccer. That sounds like a more what fun game. Remember soccer, uh, FIFA Street? I would I would hope oh, yeah. Unsensible Soccer is kind of like a mix of Unsensible of FIFA Street and um, what is that game? NFL Blitz. That is a game I would play. Oh Go ahead. Gosh. Developers, do the thing. Make the game. Control alt delete. Uh, but if that is not enough for you and you're on 360 and you want one more backwards compatible game from May 16th to May 31st, you can download Overlord 2. I don't know what that is, but that's the games coming to the Xbox land. Was the one um, you're like a de de some sort of demonic ruler and you actually send your minions into like a dungeon. Oh, is that the one based on the anime? Cannot vouch for that. One way or the other. So I'm, I'm going to use <laughs> the powerful computer that's in my hand to do research. It actually wasn't a bad game from what I remember. Um, pretty good game for backwards compatibility aspects. But, you know, I'll add I remember this game now. It's not terrible. See? It's not terrible. A, it's a great way to look at it. Because <laughs> so, I can think of plenty of games that are terrible. I think that's the boring announcements for this week. I think it'd be fair to say. Um, yeah, let's talk everything about else fun. is just controversy and hot takes. Hell yeah, it is. Let's talk about <laughs> something cool. Let's talk about Viking. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Two thirds of us watched the Assassin's Creed Valhalla trailer announcement. The other one saw Spark Notes. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, to kind of tee it up, so this time it's going to take place. I think it's it said from what I saw the eighth century, um, so it's right around the dark the, the dark ages. Dark, dark ages. Thank you. Um, and uh, you're Viking in this one. You can choose male or female. Both of them are canonical. Yep. So that's pretty cool. Um, it seems like it's going to be more of Odyssey origins, which I really like because I hated the old stuff. Um, it puts a, from what I've read, it kind of puts a cap to everything right now. Um, the King of England is not the main antagonist from what I've seen. So you do uh, have. So let me get, so obviously if you're listening to this and you're wondering who watched SparkNotes version, I watched SparkNotes version. <laughs> <laughs> you said this is Assassin's Creed. Vikings. Nope. Right? Valhalla. 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 No, 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 no. Like I get the name, but yes. they're Vikings. Correct. That, that's what they are. This is like Norse mythology. Correct. Like at what point do they just need to rebrand and not call it Assassin's Creed anymore? This is the first thing I was gonna say. Like Odyssey, back in Odyssey, they should have stopped calling it Assassin's Creed. Because Odyssey wasn't a Assassin's Creed thing. If you take away the Assassin's Creed thing, do you lose sales? Because they have been, what they've been doing the last two games, it looks like this one, is expanding pre-Assassin's Creed, the very first one. Yeah, but here's the thing. Here's the missed opportunity. And again, I'm not in those boardrooms. I don't see those balance sheets. I don't know how much money the Assassin's Creed franchise is worth or makes. Probably a lot. And there's a reason they're making this decision. But 
being Ubisoft, you know you're relaunching the Assassin's Creed franchise. This is a time to either get a spin-off series or launch a brand new series. Like, and they're not scared to. Look, they've been supporting, uh, what is that one where you're fighting different fighters? Um, For Honor. Yeah, they've been supporting For Honor for a very long time. And that game has a pretty solid player base. Clearly, they're not scared to uh, um, voyeur into new arenas. But, like, I've played Assassin's Creed since the very first game. And I've played every single game, including the French one that was broken to Oblivion and back. This, since Odyssey... I've been saying that this is no longer Assassin's Creed. This is a new franchise, and that's okay. It's okay to, for it not to be Assassin's Creed. If They should have called it Gladiator, and I would have bought all of it. Gladiator Odyssey, Gladiator Egypt, Gladiator Valhalla. Call it Vikings Valhalla. I don't care. For me... So what do- what is it that takes it away from Assassin's Creed? The gameplay mechanic? The story? Okay, when you think of an assassin, the word assassin, right? Back to the original. Ezio Auditori, uh, Altair. Uh, we got three games of Ezio. We got Altair for one gear. Um, there's there's mechanics in that game that don't exist anymore. Sneaking, the whole... There's story elements that are totally irrelevant anymore. Part of it was going back and forth between the animus and the real world. Um, There was religious undertones and storytellings, the apple of Eden. That whole storyline is finished. So the only thing connecting everything since Odyssey till now is the Hidden Blade, which basically isn't hidden anymore, and the name Assassin's Creed. Like There's so much of the DNA that's no longer there. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm just saying this was an opportunity to launch a brand new f- franchise. And I think they I think they missed the mark on it. Nonetheless, I'm super excited for this game. So I think you and I are in two different wheelhouses on that one. I like I hated the old Assassin's Creed. I love the old Assassin's Creed. And love I, I think every single Assassin's Creed kind of lost me when it got to follow this guy, don't lose him, don't be seen. Because I'm not I'm not a stealth kind of game player. I usually, that's not what I jump into. It's not my style. I cannot stand stealth games because I, I, I don't want to sneak around. I just want to cut your head off, shoot shotgun your chest, whatever the case may be. Um, But I liked, I didn't play all of Odyssey. I played about 10 hours of it, but I liked that in Odyssey, you had the ability to either be a straight up assassin, like run in and just mark people, or you can be kind of the hidden assassin where you're kind of, hiding in the bushes, sneaking around, stealth killing people. You, you had the option to do both. Which so, I so really you like enjoyed. the option to either be an assassin or a hitman? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, and again, I, but I mean I like and again, I'm not the best at stealth games. No, honestly some of those missions and some of those missions were broken, but like and again for me this is the one time where I feel like there's too much diversity. Like, there's too many different things going on um, that I can't recognize. Like, I, it's un- if you put the two games side by side and you say these games are from the same DNA, you put Assassin's Creed 1 and you put Assassin's Creed Valhalla and you show two people the same game and say, which one looks like an assassin? Like, just say, which one looks like the word Assassin's Creed to you? No one is going to say Valhalla. But what if that storyline that connects it all is the... Because, like I said, they said this kind of puts a cap on, not that it's the last one, but it puts a cap on all the story stuff. So it kind of links it all together. So what if in this story of Valhalla, you get the link between this game, which is the most recent, the last game released, and the very first game, which is actually the the next game in this chronological order. Because this takes place after both Origins and Odyssey. Yes. But it also takes place just before Assassin's Creed, the very first one, which was the Renaissance era. Yeah, this takes place before that. If it if it gives us the formation of the Order of Assassins and wraps back in the apple and the gold, like the golden apple and the apple of Eden, and and again, if it does that, 
cool. I'm for it. Again, I like the games. I really, really, I played way too much Odyssey. Way, way, way too much Odyssey. And I think I, I like, or I wanted to get an Origins tattoo at one point just because I was like, hey, representations, <laughs> Egyptians that actually look like Egyptians. You fill in the, <laughs> you fill in the blank on what that means. But um, I've loved the, I've loved, I've loved the relaunch. Um, but I think the relaunch, just, and this is just a personal thing. I think the relaunch should have been followed with the rebrand, um, kind of like Call of Duty does every once in a while. Still Call of Duty. I mean, at, at this point, I'm kind of supporting your own argument. Like with the whole Modern Warfare rebrand, it's still Call of Duty. It's a totally different thing, but it's just Call of Duty with same name, different game. All right, so that's our thoughts on the Assassin's Creed. What did you think of the four-minute trailer, Caleb? Because Matt saw Spark Notes. <laughs> um, very excited. Um, it looks like there's going to be big siege battles potentially um the last time we saw a trailer with this many quote-unquote assassins in a trailer and like there was that it actually followed through with gameplay was the final game in the Ezio trilogy and in that game it looks like they're bringing something back in this one also because i read some some notes on it in that game you as Ezio were basically the assassin's grand order you recruited other assassins and you sent them out on mini missions. Um, I think it was an IGN article that mentioned, no, there's no multiplayer, but you can send like your junior assassins, assassins in training. Um, I don't even know if they're called assassins, but you can send them to your friends' games to help out on missions and sieges. And they said the word raid, which is the thing that's most interesting to me. What are raids going to look like? Because this is a war between... I don't want to say Irish. I'm going to say Vikings and the it's British. English. It's okay. English, yeah. Yeah, so um, I think I think what raids are is like when you're raiding a castle or raiding a town, something like that, because that's historically what the Vikings were known for, just straight up raiding. Yeah. So I don't think it's raids like we're used to in MMORPGs or Destiny or, or Division. I think it's something large battles that we'll see. Because yeah. um, one of the uh, on IGN's Spark Notes, Caleb, I don't know if you read these ones. Um, they talk about how there's large scale land battles um, will also be part of the story. It was unclear if they'll function like Odyssey's army battles did. So I didn't get that far into Odyssey to vouch for that one. They also said players can spot fortresses from the water to attack with their raiding party in massive raids. So. I'm guessing it's a bunch of like siege kind of stuff they're talking about. Yeah, sounds about right. There's, but like that in and of itself has me more intrigued because I want to, I, I would love to play some of these huge battles that we've seen or know of from history or that we saw in like Game of Thrones, just ridiculous size battles. I'd love to see how all that works out. And yeah. that, that four minute cutscene. Like, obviously, it showed us right there what some of the heavy armored uh, enemies are like. And those dudes look ridiculous. Like, I was waiting for that dude to win that battle and to rip off his helmet and be the first dude that Troy killed in that Troy movie. Yeah. Like, just this big hulking human for no daggone reason. Amadeus, um, I think? Sounds right. Sounds right. Um, one of the other things they said in here, which I thought was kind of cool, which actually from what I know of Assassin's Creed, which is not is very, very little, um, is that, where is this note at? Is that the, it, the main enemy is not going to be the king. Um, he is a prominent antagonist, but he's not the main antagonist. I'm trying to find the exact verbiage they used here. Uh, king Alfred of Wessex will be an opponent. Um, Alfred will be an antagonist, but narrative director Darby McDevitt said it would be wrong to call him the quote-unquote central antagonist of the game. Yeah, and it, it's kind of always a staple in that there's a there's a figurehead who's the, the bad guy, but there's always the organization, which is the Templars. If you don't know your history or you haven't been following the series forever, the Templars are a British... English order of soldiers um, 
dedicated to spreading the good news of Christianity. They had other nefarious um, objectives that were their on their real underlying mission: um, gaining grant for Britain, gold, um, killing other British royals. So, like the one line of lineage could last forever. Um, so now that you say that, that it makes sense that it would be this that would connect the whole storyline together. Um, so yeah. now, now that I'm hearing you say this, okay, it makes sense that, okay, this guy is the figurehead of the bad guy, but that this is where we see the Templar organization really come to fruition. So not quite, because if, if I, historically speaking, if I remember correctly, the Templars didn't really come into fruition until about the Renaissance. So okay. before then, and even in other games, they actually reference them. Um, but to continue on, uh, some other possible big antagonists may appear is in the modern day story as, is it Ishmael? Yes. Um, uh, uh, also confirmed, Lila's modern story from Origins and Odyssey would continue in Valhalla. So you're still following, I'm guessing, that modern day character. Um and then it says here, the main character will eventually run across some groups of assassins in England, though at this time the assassins and the Templars are still being referred to as they were in AC Origins and Odyssey, the Hidden Ones, and the Order of the Ancients, respectively. So the Order of the Ancients will be the Templars, the Hidden Ones are the assassins. So you will actually interfere with them and see stuff like that. So that, I think, is kind of where that story builds in. But... I'm, I'm in, again, I'm intrigued. That four minute video had me kind of hooked. It looked beautiful. It sounds uh, like a fantastic story. Will I play it? Probably not. So, um, four minute video looked really good. It is going to be a day one launch on both the PS5 and the Xbox Series X. Um, they are also marketing in uh, conjunction with Xbox on this one, as I think they have for the most part in the past. So all your marking that you'll see out in the world is going to say Xbox, but it's still going to be on the PlayStation. And have you seen that there are... We're going to talk about this in a little bit. There, Xbox is having an event, and they're going to be using a AC Valhalla as a essentially a tech demo. Interesting. Yeah. So kind of to build off that, you're right, their event, they're doing a Xbox showcase on May 7th at 11 a.m. our time, noon, east time, 8 8 a.m. Pacific. Sorry for those guys. Um, (laughs) What, short of seeing Assassin's Creed, and I'm going to throw the token game out there we know we're going to see, or we we had better see Halo Infinite. Mm. What else do you guys think we'll see out of this? Some sort of racing game. So Forza? Yeah. We'll see some so, sort. I think they... Uh, I I should give up on this ever coming back. I want to see something Fable-related. It's never going to happen. Uh, well, uh, never, never say never, but I want to see something Fable-related. I, I think you... This might be the time. So it's been rumored for a couple years now. Um, Lionhead Studio, who which originally launched Fable, yeah. has since gone under and no longer uh-huh. around. Uh-huh. Um, the studio that has been working on Forza Horizon, um, I can't think of their name, but they do the Forza Horizon series. It's rumored they're actually working on a Fable game. Really? They are mm. They are a British company. I know we've talked about this before, Caleb. Yeah. Um, they're a British company, though, so they're, they kind of... They get the British humor. Story. Exactly. Um, and it's kind of rumored that they're working on it, and it's been anticipated that we'll get announced almost every year for the last two or three years. Why wasn't it's, it given it to? Why didn't they give it to Rare? Rare Studios is like the most British company in the history of British companies. Um, because I don't know. I, I can't explain right. why they wouldn't give it. And to Microsoft Rare. owns Rare. Like they they own they outright own that studio. I mean, it's like having a peanut butter and jelly sandwich right in front of you, but then going instead and making a different like. A crunchy peanut butter sandwich and eating peanut butter crunchy and peanut butter smooth instead of just eating peanut butter jelly. I'd... Maybe so it... Rare had strawberry and they want a grape. Oh, okay. All right. I, I don't know. That's that's also been a, a prevalent question is why didn't they why not I just have Rare do it? But I would assume And maybe that Rare was... didn't want to do it. That's also a consideration we should give up. Maybe Rare didn't want to do it. I don't understand why they wouldn't, but 
there's also been sort of rumblings I've heard of Rare working on. I think I think it was Phil Spencer made some sort of tweet in reference to Rare and a new game coming out that's old. I exactly what I don't recall. Um, but it's been kind of speculative that we're going to see like a perfect dark resurgence. That would be amazing. That would be would amazing. Explain why they're not working on the Fable series. Um, but what other games? So we talked about Fable. What other games do you hope to see? Um, I know we talked about it briefly only because, um, well, never mind. I'm not. I'm not going to bring that up because I just answered my own question with the power of the internet. So, Do it. what was it? Uh, I was going to say I would definitely love to sh- for them to show off some more of Skater XL, just because we talked about Skate Four, <laughs> and we're never going to get that, and this might be the closest thing we're ever going to get to that. Yeah, but it's coming. But it's coming out in July, supposedly. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Well, keep in mind there are no for, no exclusive games coming on the Xbox Series X for at least a year. This is true. It, well, it's supposed to be uh, PS4, Xbox that they're uh, that it's going to launch. Okay. Um, Caleb, do you have any other ideas on what kind of games you might see? Uh, something Gears related. Gears Tactics, maybe. Yeah, I I could definitely see them expanding on the tech demo thing they did where they showed off how quickly the the Gears 5 launched on the X series. Yeah, Halo Infinite, Halo Infinite is guaranteed. Um, Forza is guaranteed. I think we finally see the scissor reel of the 52 studios they purchased and what indie games they've been working on. I mean, Ori and the Blind Forest and Ori and the Will of the Wisp have been indie powerhouses for Xbox. Mm. So That is the one game that would make me get an Xbox. Yeah. Aside from Halo. I mean, there's played on your pc just saying (laughs) (laughs) Uh, pc gamer you weren't a gamer i was about to say a year ago you weren't a gamer (laughs) you you didn't you played fifa and that was it hey hey fifa 06 (laughs) on the on the classic ps2 (laughs) hey you're never gonna leave that down um stand by that forever (laughs) maybe we see some resurgences of some of these first party games that have kind of been out um, Sea of Thieves possibly could see something. Minecraft is almost a guarantee. Um, but other than that, like I'm thinking of like the big names that Xbox would come out swinging with. I can't think of anything that would be a surprise. And honestly, like PlayStation's got their dudes locked up tight. Like I don't see Kojima announcing anything out of nowhere. That's gonna be. If he announces anything, it's gonna be on his time on his platform and it's going to arrive wherever he wants it to um so i think um i think we might see some games we've already seen or heard of from third parties so the one i think of immediately is ubisoft Mm -hmm. so ubisoft has a lot of games in the work that we Mm -hmm. haven't heard anything of Um, we know they're coming out with five games in their fiscal year which is through march next year we only we just heard about Assassin's Creed, so we'll probably see more of that on their their showcase on on Thursday. I would assume we hear something about where they might show off what Rainbow Six looks like on the Xbox One X. It might just be in the scissor reel, but I think we'll see something. Um, Gods and Monsters, possibly. Well, that would be a good one. I don't think we'll get anything full expanded on because I think Ubisoft still wants to hold that for their own thing. But I think we might see some Gods and Monsters related. We might see some Watch Dogs Legion on there showing off a little bit more of that. Because I think Ubisoft historically has partnered with Microsoft for the most part. Yeah. So I think we'll see more of that from them. Um, I don't think we'll see Just Dance 2021 just yet. I think they'll wait to show that off in their own showcase. I think we might also see... What's another one? We might all see... What's that? Beyond Good and Evil? No. Yeah, Beyond Good and Evil. Is that what it is? Yeah, that's the name of the game, but I thought that was kind of just hush-hush for now. Oh, it's been hush-hush for a while. Well, what's the one with the... Yeah, it's, yeah you're right. It's the one with the monkey, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I never played the first one, but that originally launched on the Xbox for the the, the first one did, so I wouldn't can't imagine they wouldn't show it off there. Um, yeah, I, I think that's probably what we'll go with. And then, yeah, like, I think you're right, Caleb. I think we see a scissor reel of indie games and... 
the 75 studios they purchased, more of Hellblade Sasuna, whatever the sequel is. Yeah. Do they own that studio, Ninja Theory? Yes. They yes, own Ninja they Theory? So, because uh, Ninja Theory actually, actually just released that Overwatch-like game um, last month. Yeah, can't remember what it's called. But yeah, they just released that one. If only we had somebody like Ricky here to talk about Xbox games. <laughs> Ricky's a PlayStation guy, isn't he? he just, yeah, I know, but he, no, he, he, likes he's, to, he's, he likes to play devil's advocate. Stoke the fire. Yeah. Uh, did did we mention last week about how PlayStation is supposed to be doing something early June? Did we talk about that last week? Has have we have not? Because um, nothing has it, been it, confirmed, but it's it's yeah. rumored June second. I think was the date on that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm, we'll see. I mean, I hope we get something out of them in June because we know they need something right now. Um, somebody we're oh, not going to hear about yeah. in June is Nintendo. Because so rumor has the trend for 2020. (laughs) No kidding. Um, Rumor has it that the Nintendo E3 Direct has been delayed. Well, what would have been their E3 Direct rather? So we're not going to get a direct Mm -hmm. from them in June. Which means that we'll get the last of the games that we know of that are releasing that have been confirmed on May 29th, which is the entire 2K lineup. So Bioshock, Borderlands, and XCOM. And we also get the um, Xenoblade Definitive Edition. And were those the ones that were initially slated for like mid-May but were delayed? No, those were the ones that they just showed off the last quote-unquote mini-direct they did. Um, mm-hmm. Just as, I think it was just as the quarantine started for us. So like mid-March, March 20th, something like that. Okay. So, okay. yeah, they just announced, they announced all three of them. All four of those games releasing on the same day, uh, May 29th. So after that, though, we know nothing. So it's going to be really interesting to see what we get at Nintendo, especially considering the whole rumor of the Mario classics that are supposed to be coming back, um, mm-hmm. but one from each generation. So we will see on that one. Uh, Caleb, what, what are your thoughts? I haven't heard from you about Nintendo yet. Honestly, I'm still kind of looking for my other Switch. <laughs> um, my Switch Lite is in my backpack, and it's somewhere in this room. I'll find it later. Uh, and that's mostly because all the games that Nintendo has kind of put out that are Nintendo powerhouses that I care about, I played. Um, unlike you, and I don't know why this is, because I think we we were in agreement when the Switch first came out. We were like, this is going to be so much fun to like just pick up a game, uh, get that console quality on a handheld system, have it on the go. Unless I'm really traveling or it's a Nintendo exclusive game, I don't really touch my Switch that much. Uh, I think so, you need the power of Animal Crossing. Don't do that to me. <laughs> Listen, cl- classes start tomorrow. Bro, do- I bought turnips today. <laughs> you bought turnips sell. again? <laughs> I'm ready to sell. How much so, spend on your turnips? Listen, listen guys. What happened? As Caleb's camera is falling, if you have turnip prices that are looking real good, real good, tweet me at Matt underscore Gucci. Let me know. I will come to your island. We'll we'll run it up, chase a bag. I'll leave the day. My favorite part of Matt becoming a gamer is his obsession with turnips. Like <laughs> this man is the El Chapo and Pablo Escobar of turnips. How much Listen, is they literally, turnips? Yeah, they literally call it the stock market. <laughs> How much did make this up? Are you, you going to answer my question? How much you spend on turnips? How much did I spend on turnips? Yeah, uh, way too much. <laughs> well, they go for go. 93 for a bundle of 10. Oh, that's not bad. Guys, yeah. we need your help. We need Matthew's cartel, turnip cartel name. Is it El Chapo? El Turnipo? <laughs> <laughs> or you can just add me on Animal Crossing, or we can become Switch friends, and then you can come visit my subpar island. Uh, it's called Gotham Bay. Yeah. So, okay, I think part of the reasons why I like the Switch so much and you might not is just because of our lifestyles. So I'm more, I have more people in my house that are hogging the TV. So I play, I'm able to play different ways. Whereas, bro, you got your own TV. You good. I'm staring at two screens and I have a TV in my room. So I never have <laughs> a, a lack of television screens. 
if I keep shooting the shots the way I keep when when the quarantine ends and I end up in this situation ship, that might change. But for right now, I'm good. I don't need you. <laughs> well, keep shooting your shots. Um, just like PlayStation is with their games. I thank you. I I appreciate you so much for following up on that one because I set that up specifically due to the meme that you sent me. So thank you for catching that alley you. Oh, I got that. I got that. So um well, before we talk about the games released, the, the uh, new dates on these games being released, let's talk about what happened last weekend. Mm. So, well, get, before we before we do that, can we talk about something real quick? PlayStation knocked this out of the way, and then we'll get to all the juicy stuff. Sure. Can we talk about the the supposed new PS Five store uh, interface? We will, sir. We're gonna okay. get to that. Uh, do you have, you have everything for that? Okay. I have. A, I'm I have trying a plan. not to get ahead of you. Okay. Let me drive this bus. Okay. Just, just yeah, sit yeah. back, enjoy the ride. You have the CDL. I don't. <laughs> so, so last weekend, um, there was a huge leak that came out. Last of Us Two spoiled out there in the wild. Somebody somehow released screen video gameplay footage or not gameplay footage, but trailers of it, like the actual in-game cutscenes. I guess released an entire huge spoiler point of the game itself. Um, so, if you have not been spoiled yet. Caution. Yeah, yeah. Have have either one of you been spoiled? Nope. Okay, so we're all in the same boat. So caution yourself whenever you're going through any sort of comments whatsoever. Twitter, Mm -hmm. Facebook, Reddit, uh, YouTube, Tumblr, if you're still on that, wherever you are, watch out for those spoilers. And and the thing is, is like, and not just that, and obviously like with people talking about it, like Naughty Dog is out for blood right now. So if you're just like even mentioning the last of us part two like oh careful so let's go through the timeline real quick so this kind of happened last weekend um on monday uh sony and naughty dog came out and announced last of us 2 was going to come out on june 6 uh june 19th which is about three weeks later than this original release date of may 26 if i remember correctly um so that got that that's only been th- about three weeks they originally had delayed it in quote unquote indefinitely and then because the, in June, we were supposed to get Ghost of Tsushima, now that's got pushed back to July 17th. So we actually get a big AAA title in July for like the first time in ever. Um, but, so that happened Monday. And then all week long, people were trying to figure out, was this an employee? Was this a dev that got you know frustrated and was mad about the situation, mad about the delay, whatever, and leaked it all? Was this a game tester that, you know, somehow in some impossible way captured footage and then released it to the wild? On Friday, we got an update from Sony. Uh, Let me pull this up real quick. I should have been pulling it up while I was talking, but, you know, multitasking (laughs) is hard. So um, Sony Interactive Entertainment has identified the primary individuals responsible for the unauthorized release of The Last of Us 2 assets. They are not affiliated with Naughty Dog or Sony Interactive Entertainment. We are, they, are unable, uh, they said that we are unable to comment further because the information is subject to an ongoing investigation. We're looking forward to when The Last of Us Part 2 will be in your hands. I can't wait for you to enjoy the full experience June 29th. June 19th, I'm sorry. I'm about to say 29th. Wait a minute, what happened? <laughs> so that's kind of everything in a nutshell. Um, what I thought was most interesting about this, though, is that we haven't been spoiled. I haven't been spoiled. So many people have been canceling their pre-orders or straight dogging the game now. Mm-hmm. And I think that's that's totally unjustified and unfair. It's personally. It, oh, I 100% agree. It's it's no different than when a IGN, Kotaku, GameSpot, whoever reviews a game before it's released and you have the super fanboy go, that's not what should have been rated. It should have got a 10 because this game is a masterpiece. You haven't played it yet. Mm-hmm. Like, how are you going to judge a game? How are you, any game before it's even released just based off of little things you saw? And um, is there... So uh, my question is, is this purely because it's ruined or like the contents of what they saw were just so upsetting that it's like, I, I don't... Like, this already looks like it's going to be terrible. So I haven't dug into anybody i have one i haven't dug into the actual spoilers and stuff itself because i don't yeah, i don't yeah. want to be spoiled right yeah yeah um i haven't asked anybody specifically of that but from what it looks like it's they don't like 
the story. They don't like the, the route they went with it, which again, mm. that's the culture that we live in nowadays. I mean, when people don't like a story, they complain about it. Mass Effect 3, or was it 2? Andromeda. Uh, which one was the one that they sent cupcakes to them about? Was it 2 three. or 3? Three? 3. 3, yeah. So they didn't like the ending in 3, so they sent, they complained until they couldn't complain anymore, and they went back through and changed the ending. Um, you have, some of them worked out for the better. The Sonic trailer, we all remember mm-hmm. way back in the day, when they changed, had Sonic looking just trash. And they changed them and updated them to what actually released in the movie. Um, you have people who watched Game of Thrones who didn't like the way they took the ending of the show, but it's their property. Like they can do as they please. I understand that there's like you're a fan of a, you're a fan of something. I understand that you read a book or something. I understand that you played the game. Uh, there's also, and again, this was an argument that came out with the Sonic thing. There is the element of artistic expression. We never would have gotten the first Last of Us had the developers not been allowed to express themselves. So give them an opportunity to express themselves again. Play the game in its entirety before you get the chance. I saw something, and it's from a person who I personally don't like. I'm not going to say their name because there's no need for that negativity in anybody's life. Uh, But I saw on Twitter that people are complaining because the game is too feminist bent. That person always goes on a lot of feminist rants, and so I don't necessarily take their opinion as word, like, I take it with a huge grain of salt, but if that's the case, like, come on, guys. No, no, let's, just because... Let's play the game first. I want to be clear what you mean. When you say feminist bent, you mean it's very much so catering to that feminist side of things? Yes. Uh, so there, and again... I saw it and I was like, I'm leaving this. But like, um, they go on a lot of rants. This, that, like, I've literally seen entirely too many. There's no need for men to exist. I am a feminist, but the whole men don't need to exist. Feminism is a different bent in gaming. And I don't know why that's leaking into this situation. But if it's anything with Ellie being a woman and being the main protagonist of the game, I don't think that's problem. Uh, that's not a problem with me. Yeah, no, not at all. Like, I, 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 if anything, I encourage more of that. Exactly. I mean, we've gotten some awesome female characters the last couple of years. We got Alloy from Horizon. Yep. Phenomenal female character. Back um, back in the day, Mirror's Edge. I love that game. You got Mirror's Edge. You have Samus. Yep. Uh, we talk about Yennefer and um, Triss from The Witcher. They're not yep. playable characters, but they're huge and instrumental to the story. And if you watch The Witcher TV series, even more so. Yep. Um, so, I mean, having more powerful female characters that are prominent, not only in our regular media, Captain Marvel is one I mean to think of, Black Widow. Wonder um, Woman. Wonder Woman. Yeah, some of these iconic characters. I think having more of that in a very masculine driven overpowered uh, media is is very essential at this point necessary if you would but like i really i really hope people aren't canceling the game because ellie is the main character because guys did you play the first game she was basically the main like there's basically two main characters and so in the one that can't <laughs> so, um, are you guys planning on getting this game? One hundred percent. Um, I don't know. Like, I've 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 been on the fence about The Last of Us, because uh, again, typically, like, that's not the kind of game I've played before in the past. Like, I've seen The Last of Us. I haven't played The Last of Us, so I don't know if I'll get part two. But still, I'm not going to spoil it for me. Uh, just because, like, there's the whole negative connotation behind this happening. I'll just wait till other people play and review it. Hey, uh, Caleb, you smell that? Yeah. I smell a uh, potential stream going on. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to that night you late that stream. Tonight we're going to play a game I've never played before. The oh, Last of Us. I listen, listen. I've never beat it. I beat it I twice. Know, I know how the story ends, and I'm depending on how things work out in the next few weeks, it might be the next game I jump into. Um, so 
We'll see. I, I've like I said, I've never played all the way through. Got about maybe halfway. I knew that was one that like the fervor like around the ending was so thick that I was like I shut myself in the room for one weekend and I beat it. I was like I, I can't, I can't like because I was on Xbox and people were talking about it. I'm like oh, nope, go away. So I just shut myself in my room and beat the game and I was like okay, that was worth it. Yeah, that might be one I try to play through on like easy mode just to kind of get the story beats down and then jump into the sequel when it drops. For sure. Anyway, but, but all this, all this to say, guys, uh, for the kids at home, don't ruin things for other people. That's the moral of the story here. Uh, there are a lot of people looking forward to Last of Us Part Two. It's a shame that uh, whoever it was that went out there and ruined it for a whole bunch of unsuspecting people you are literally the worst. The worst. Worse than Britta, if you shout out community. <laughs> <laughs> don't Britta this. Oh, don't Britta this. Right. This is like Britta to the 11,000th power. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. So, um, but yeah, Matt, I mean, don't ruin stuff for people, as Matt said. Um, especially don't troll. Don't, don't be the guy who just wants to ruin everything else for everybody just because it gives you power. It really doesn't. I promise. But Matt, you kind of want to talk about it. You, you teed it up before we got into this, so go ahead. What, what did you want to talk about? Uh, so rumor has it that the PlayStation Five will have a new PlayStation Store experience and interface. And Caleb and I talked about this uh, either yesterday, or like a couple days ago, um, and he supports this because he feels like it's in need of a huge update. Uh, some of the rumored functionality being that you can actually try games in the store before actually buying it. So essentially like getting uh, a demo or like, would it be like an actual demo or a small sided demo that you'd be playing? Uh, it sounds like. I think it's like a time gated thing because they've talked about how you can download the trial, start playing the game. If you like it, you literally buy it and pick up right where you left off. And from what I understand, it's, you don't have to download anything. You just play. You, just, you start playing, yeah. Instantly. So, uh, I'm I'm super excited about it because uh, I there. While I don't mind the PlayStation Store now, there are definitely things they could improve on. Um, I mean, we I all remember the PlayStation it. Three Store, right? Like the PlayStation Store back on PlayStation Three oh, Days. Yes, that yes. abomination. It was an act of God to find anything in that store. Kind of like the eShop. Ah, Yo, yes, yes. Uh, I, I'm really excited to see what it looks like uh, in its full form. Um, again, the even the option to try a game in the store uh, to see if you like it or not, I think will be huge. Um, and I think that'll even give people um, an easier like uh, time deciphering whether they want to get a game or not because especially when you're buying online so if something like this were to happen again and you can't necessarily go to stores to get games and they're looking to buy online i think i think it'll be an easier time for people to to have them sink their teeth into something and i think that ultimately also helps uh people that are like indie studios that are trying to get their games out there so i think it'll be cool yeah i I think this is an awesome idea um i definitely think it's going to have a greater impact on physical sales than we already see currently mm-hmm. just because uh, currently everything's yelled at you when you get online like playstation tells you final Fantasy sevens out um the predator game hunting grounds is out like they're they're screaming these things at you as soon as you jump in the playstation store now it's going to be hey this is available for you to try and instantly purchase i mean when you guys played the demo do you remember the demo where it instantly shot you to the actual store to buy the game if you went through, I think it was like the menu settings, there was an option in there, go to the PlayStation Store, buy a game now. Mm-hmm, I remember that. Yeah, mm-hmm. so having the ability to expand on that and then actually play part of the game that carries over into your purchase, I think it's going to have an even more drastic impact on physical sales, than, like I said, than we already see. So, mm-hmm. great, cool, but uh, definitely time for me to find a new job. <laughs> <laughs> Caleb? Um, overall functionality needs to be improved. Overall searchability is better, still needs to be improved. Um, my biggest thing with this next generation, um, 
access to games, accessibility of games, and having a this is a game that your friends are playing. You don't want to pop 20, 30, 40, 60, 70, 80, 120 bucks for this game. Um, here's the trial. If you like it, then you can go ahead and get it. Oh, you just you don't you just hit a button buy and continue playing from where you are. I think that makes great inroads for younger gamers um, who are coming up um, in, in this world of gaming and they're going to have easier access to games. Parents, guard your credit cards now because you're going to be in trouble. <laughs> mm-hmm. But overall, I love, I love what both Xbox and, and PlayStation are doing to allow access to more games for us gamers. Because at the end of the day, that's what it comes down to. It doesn't matter which you want the blue box, the red box, or the the, 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 the green box. It doesn't matter. Are you playing the games that you like? Yes? Cool. Slam Lakum. Enjoy. Yeah, hundred percent I I you know agree with you on that one. Like just every giving this ability for everybody to play whatever they want, whenever they want, however they want. It's just it's getting better and better all the time. So must be nice to be the, the generation nowadays growing up on video games because man did I have it hard. Well, listen, listen, <laughs> listen. <laughs> we grew up in the generation and in a household where everything was a Nintendo and Nintendo was going to rot your brain. I don't care if you were playing an actual Nintendo or you were playing on a PC. <laughs> it was Get off the Nintendo. It was a Nintendo. And if you don't, if you stay on Nintendo too long, your brain's going to turn to mush. And now 16-year-olds are winning $3 million for playing Fortnite. What a time to be alive. Right. Too bad I'm not one of those 16-year-olds. And if <laughs> anybody, if anybody, anyone out there, any anyone in the universe, the face of the planet, the Milky Way, has a code for Valorant and wants to give it to your boy, please <laughs> give me Bro, one. Everyone, Yo, he knows, everyone he knows has a code for Valorant. Everybody and their mom. I know someone whose mom actually has a code for Valorant. Have, have you? She's a written, developer, so she should have a code for Valorant. Have you written to like a tweeted at the developers or something like that? Hey, man, let me get a code. Yeah, I tried to use the whole. Hey, I'm a content creator. Check out the podcast. They hit me with the. We'll get back to you. Okay, we'll get back to them. <laughs> they have it. <laughs> hey, they have it. Um, so, uh, just, I just I don't even know if I like the game. I just want to be. I just want to play for myself to see if I like the game. Uh, but that's a, I guess, a story we'll we'll check in on next week and see. Now, my own adventure, my own personal adventure is kicked off. The quest for Valorant. Stay tuned <laughs> next week. <laughs> I've already had like three or four adventures in the lifespan of this podcast. It's time for you to have one. I know, right? One day I'll have an adventure, <laughs> gentlemen. Is there anything else you guys want to talk about? Um, there is something that I think is worth mentioning because. Um, pseudo quoting Justin Timberlake, it's May. <laughs> and this is something that uh, is happening because of things like E3 not happening and a lot of people going to digital. Did you guys see Jeff Keeley's Summer Game Fest? No. Is that who's doing that? I've seen the G- Summer Game Fest. I've seen it pop up, yes. but I didn't know who was doing it. Jeff Keeley is doing Summer Game Fest. And for those of you that are uh listening right now or watching this video and saying what the heck is game fest really the description all it says is a four-month celebration of video games everywhere so from the month of may to august 2020 they're going to be doing things i think weekly on a weekly basis celebrating video games and there will be live streams going on um i don't even know if they have all the details out right now i'd hope so because it's may can we like just take a second to appreciate jeff Healy? This man has been doing everything within his powers to put video games in the forefront since the days of Spike TV. Um, and that man deserves a Lifetime Achievement Award for everything he's done for the video game industry. Uh, he's not a developer. He's just a guy who loves games. And he's never backed down and never, like, he's constantly doing things like this. And he's never scared to freak out, uh, never scared to speak out against things going on in the video game industry. So shout out to Jeff Keeley for doing that. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yep. I just think four months is a long time. That's too long. I'm going to be inside yeah. by then. Well, the thing is, is, like, 
Yeah, four months would be way too long, especially after March and April went. Dog, I don't know if I could take four months. Like, ain't it 2022 already? <laughs> right. Oh, gosh. Yeah, I think uh, kind of sp- speaking to that, I think my favorite meme so far has been um, we had 2019, 2020, March, April. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly how it's gone. So That's funny. Anything else, gentlemen? That is it. That is it. Well, then, Matt, why don't you tell them where they can find us at? Guys, you can find us on all social media at the TDM show and on Instagram at TDM show. Uh, we like hearing from you guys. So if you want to visit our website, whitenoisestudio.com slash TDM show, uh, there you can leave us any questions you have, topics you want us to cover, or if you want to be a guest on there, or just tell us, uh, drop by and say hi. We love hearing from you guys. We're available on all podca- podcast platforms. So rate, review us, uh, and share us with your friends. And tell us what games you're looking forward to or what AAA title you're looking forward to later this year or what's going to be your game of the year. Question of the week. I am on all streaming platforms, all gaming platforms, as Old Man Mookie. Uh, this is uh, my true true identity. Um, just an old man, ready for retirement. Um, tweet me about games. Tweet me about basketball. Tweet me about sneakers. As you can see, my sneaker collection is there. Um, other than that, I just be around. Greg, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me at Tonksy, T-O-N-N-K-S-Y, on the Twitterverse. Um, if you try to find me other places, you probably will, but I can't guarantee you'll actually see anything from me on there. Um, but outside of that, Matt, did you tell them where they can find you at? Or uh, just us? Yes, and once again, if you would like to sell turnips with me, if you'd like to become part of the Trap Bando, you can follow me on all social media, at Matt underscore Gutu, mostly on Twitter, because that's where I share all my uh, Animal Crossing mishaps. Um, and once again, if you got the good price for turnips, let your boy know. Gentlemen, it's been a fun time talking to you again. Folks, thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed it, and we hope you'll come back next week. Have a good day. <laughs>